welcome. I Shit. pressed the button. There it is. Kyle was was on quite the, the, the tail. We were all riveted about what dogs call things. <laughs> it makes sense, though. What would a dog call a human foot? It wouldn't say that's a foot. It would say that's a stomper. It would say right? it's a paw. No, that's not. No. This is a paw. Look at that. I got a big boot on it. <laughs> oh, it, it sounds like your dog's had a bit of experience in the Doblerone factory in Estonia. <laughs> Has he had any experience there at our I triangle just, candies? <laughs> I just figured that dogs don't have lips and uh, and like their tongue isn't uh, the same as ours, so words don't come out the same either. Like they're not able to form them on their words. You know, they can't really enunciate a lot because they're dogs. You, you I think the greatest the single human invention will be when we fix that audio and when 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 dogs and humans can communicate Wait, like when we find audio? a way to like oh I, you didn't hear him go ro- robotic for a minute no no i, I heard you go tiny, a little bit quiet and then you were right back it might have been you oh it might have been me but no whenever we're able to communicate with the dogs that's going to be huge when we know what they're thinking and they know what we're thinking we get like one of those robo uh helmets to put on the dog like in uh according uh, to rick and morty that does not work out well <laughs> You know what? Well, that's I, I because they like... made him super intelligent. I just mm-hmm. want to talk to my dog, not some hyper intelligent version that thinks he's a slave. I want my dog to be about as smart as like a three year old, like valuable smart. So they're not going to come in and be like, "Oh, you're doing that on your taxes. I think you could save some money <laughs> if you would do this." And I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here! I'll have you fixed." Like <laughs> that's what I want. One that would just be honest. Like if I walk by naked and my dog sees me, it would go, "Hey, looks like you're putting on a little weight." I'd be like, all right, that's a valuable thing for the dog to say. It's not lying. It's looking out for my best interest. Thank you, dog. That's a nice little tip. I'll oh, watch well, that. Well, shit, if that's something that you want, I'm here, bro. <laughs> I mean, you'll be to parade around naked every day for you, and you'll be like, hey, you're getting fat. You know, It's <laughs> or, a service hey, I provide. Good naked. Well, yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's what I was hoping for. What else could a dog – the only thing a dog could conceivably do with the ability to speak is ruin secrets and ruin your life. It couldn't devolve. It, it's never going to go like you're never going to go to the bathroom when your dog's sitting there and you have a girl on the couch and he's going to go. You know what he does when you're not around? <laughs> he helps the poor. He's charitable. <laughs> he's very generous, gracious with his time. You know, socially conscious. No, it's going to be. Hey, he was masturbating right there 40 minutes ago. Like, and <laughs> no, <laughs> said I, he had like to get the, the poison out prior to the date. The I don't dog know. Dog will never jump on that be. grenade of who passed gas. It'd just be like, fuck you, it wasn't me. Oh, that was my dog. I think my dog's a good dog, so they would do those things. That was not me. That was not my dog. Oh, man, now I want to talk. Now I want a friend of mine to have a talking dog and for them to be on camera. I don't want my secrets divulged. I feel like you'd be a talking chimp, man. That'd be your Talking chimp? That's dangerous because if it escapes the house, your whole life could fall apart. Yeah. It's gonna be swinging around, screaming. You can't mess around with talking chimps. It's too close to people. They're, they'll start giving the chimp a, like human rights. He gets out of your clutches. Now you can't make your money off your ten billion dollar talking golden goose that you've created at your house. All of a sudden, he's on a talk show making his own money, smoking a pipe. You're getting laughed at. Poop tossing is a part of their culture, <laughs> and so when you throw a fit about. When you when you say chimpest things like that about <laughs> them not being able to throw their feces, if they can't have a traditional feces celebration passed down for millennia, then I, I don't know where what world you're living in. Do you think you're better than chimps? 
Is that what you're saying, Kyle? I, I think I'm much better than a chimp. <laughs> like, that's, what I, I, that's what a Trump supporter would At least two steps <laughs> on that old-timey evolutionary scale. <laughs> that's a good joke. <laughs> yeah, we need to amnesty all the chimps, have a lot of citizens in zoos. <laughs> you know what? So I'm a little older than you guys. I feel like I've watched more presidents go through uh, with, like, a political interest. Obama has stopped sooner than other presidents. Like when Clinton was on his like in his last two months, he's like, "What other shit can we get done? Let's you know. like, He tried to solve. He, he tried to have peace in the Middle East. This before it was popular. This before nine eleven. He's working with Israel and Palestine, trying to like block by block, becoming an expert on who should own where. Obama is like, "All right, Trump. Here's what you need to know." <laughs> you know, I gave my two weeks notice. I'm getting the fuck out of here. It's all on you, baby. You could almost see him in that clip of him and Trump talking, like when Trump was looking at him and Obama was kind of looking out the window. You can see him looking like, you know, I, the best part of my life is still ahead. You know, because he's, he's one of the, like, if I had to be a president, I would pick Obama for sure. Because he is, you look at some of these presidents that get out of office and they look like they've been dead for weeks like their hair, they're just like a translucent skin, like a newborn fish. Those deep parts of the ocean where you like see their heartbeat, like just so old and frail looking. Obama's like 55. So even though he aged like 15 years in this eight years, he's still not like old man. He has a lot of time. He's stayed in good shape the whole time. Mm-hmm. I assume he's in good shape. Uh, I know he's, he's like, so what if he smoked cigarettes? Better you think than he'll go back to smoking? Just... You think he'll start smoking publicly again? Oh, he, he didn't stop. He never stopped. Guaranteed. You're, you're, you're the president of the United States, and you go, actually, I'm going to give up this habit. Uh, I always fall on it when I get stressed, and I think it's something we don't need anymore in the White House. And it's like, he's not. He's, he's ripping those things. Guaranteed. Mm. I don't know about ripping. I think Biden's going to do. He smokes, though. He, he was interviewed by Bill Maher recently. And did you guys see this by chance? Oh, mm-hmm. it, I'm going to do uh, Obama's. I'll do both parts. So Bill Maher's like, hey, you know, you stop smoking. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I stopped. Bill's like, did you really stop smoking? Yes, I, I completely stopped smoking. Did you really stop smoking? Yeah, I don't smoke anymore. Just like that. Just he, he slipped a wink in. And rather than Bill Maher, like, uh, understanding some... And I like Bill Maher. Mar, whatever his name Me too. is. <laughs> but uh, rather than him, like, like, obeying some sort of bro code, being like, all right, I got your answer. but I'm not, He's like, what? No, you just winked at me right there. Are you saying you do still smoke? Dick! He would have said that if that's what he wanted to say. He slipped in a wink. No, he's bringing journalism back. Mm, you know, I'm not letting that, that wink slide just because you're the president. You know, you got to explain. You know, what what's your brand? Your favorite? Oh, imagine how much like tobacco CEOs would be high fiving each other if Obama like let it slip the brand of cigarettes that he likes. Oh, we it's know the same, brand. Like, It's like the same one Do company we? that owns all yeah, of them. Yeah, we've seen guess. them with them. Really? Marlboro. You'll never guess. Oh, I won't. It, okay. Well, it is Marlboro, like the the, it, but it's Marlboro Reds. It's Marlboro Reds. Cowboy killers. Marlboro yeah. is like super. It, Marlboro is like saying, "Does it burn?" It, <laughs> like like most of them are Marlboro. It's like, that's like that's like the most popular one. But it's Marlboro Reds. The uh, you know the 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 cowboy killers, not not the one that you would think that a an urban black president would want. You would think he would have menthols, right? That's what I was. Yeah, I you, couldn't think, of think the term. that he would have. Uh, Newports are a popular menthol. Cool is popular menthol. And that is the end. That's all that I know. So I would assume one of those. Hmm. Right. I liked Cools back in the day. But, yeah, uh, you, when you did smoke cigarettes, you smoked menthols, didn't you? Yeah, always. I liked menthols. Um, I, I liked Cools uh, when I was like 
19 or something like that. And then I transitioned to uh, to Marlboro Smooths when those became a thing because they're pepperminty and delicious. In my head, it all spurned out of a way to sell more cars. Like, you know, brother comes on the car a lot. Kyle produces some Newports. Like, hey, you need one? Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> I got you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, now I want you to picture yourself smoking this Newport in a brand new Gently used Pontiac <laughs> Sunfire, you know? <laughs> Pre-certified. Mm. Pre-certified. Kelly Blue Book Value, we're barely charging more than that, so you know you're getting a deal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, that, um, I I don't smoke cigarettes, but, like, a couple times a year when I am out with friends, and like, hey, we're out on a porch or somewhere, an outside bar, and they offer me a cigarette, It's they all kind of blend together in the flavor department because I, I don't smoke enough to differentiate between a Marlboro red and a camel blue or whatever they are. But that's what Chiz I, has. He has the camel crush. I I've had some of those too. That's the one where you smash the BB and then it becomes menthol. But every yeah. once in a while I was saying when you get a menthol and you don't expect it, it's kind of like, Oh, that's just like, it's like fooling me into thinking that I have some freshness, some cleanness in my mouth. Like that, like, Oh, my mouth doesn't smell like a cigarette. It doesn't smell like a, this, this thing's asshole. It smells like peppermint. Like, that's kind of the illusion they're trying to give you. But, yeah, I don't see how you could just sit and smoke those things. They're a little bit intense, I think. So, Taylor, you've been playing COD? A lot of it. Uh, well, actually, that's not even fair. Kyle and Chiz are beating me in the the prestiging and the ranking so far, so I'm in third. But I'm, I am playing a lot. I just prestiged last night. I think I'm, like, level 12 or 15 or something, prestige one. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I really, I didn't go into it thinking like, oh, it's going to be such a letdown. Like everybody's going to like suddenly those rose colored glasses are going to get shattered and people are going to think it sucks again because of three times frag and everything. No, not at all. Maybe it's still in the phase where everybody's just loving it because it's old and you're still in nostalgia. But I'm, I I sincerely enjoy it as a game more than any Call of Duty I've played in so long because it finally feels like more of it has to do with gun skill then, oh, I just fell ass backwards, and oh, look at that, a domination flag that nobody's standing around. I'll capture that and get my point streak, and then I'll call in this BS thing where orbs of explosive orbs fall from the sky, and then they roll around and kill everyone. It's like, this just, just Those back to crazy. the helicopter. I'm happy. Why is like that it. so I'm much different? Happy. Like, I, okay, first of all, in my experience, capping flags is hard as fuck. You're standing out in the open shooting, like, taking on all comers. I see capping a flag as standing there saying, I fucking dare you. We all know I'm here. We all know where I am. You even try it, I'll kill you. Right? In, and, in this game, though, like, in this game, you're right. I'm saying in the old games where when you, you know how, like, the point streaks, you capture the flag and it counts as a kill, basically? Yeah, you get it the same should. It's point. fucking harder than a kill. Like, you know, or any kills you get on it should count as double because you're at the disadvantage. It's like putting yourself on the map. I always thought capping flags was way fucking harder than the jackasses who just go around the the borders and kill people and act like they're good. Um, And then, uh, uh, so I think it should count towards your kill streak. That was the other thing I was going to say. Oh, why is the helicopter so much different than, like, orbs that chase you? Because it's like the, the orbs that chase you there's so many things on the ground running around at you. They're so quick that, like, you're wasting bullets on them, and then by the time you realize it's too late and you should have started running away, you've got three bullets into it, and it's six feet away, and it explodes, and you're dead. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a helicopter, it still feels like, okay, there is the Huey. 
I can either shoot it down, which everybody should be in this game because they're made of paper. I kill them basically. all night. I kill, I kill, I kill five every night. Like, it like takes constantly. one, uh, it takes like three quarters of an RPD magazine to kill a, uh, a helicopter. Either that or like one full magazine, and that's it. So I've been killing a ton of those. I've been using the RPD more than any gun but the M16. But yeah, I'm liking just the back to basics kill streaks. I feel like it's more of an even playing field. And the only thing that makes it not an even playing field is the fact that Kyle and I played this game nine years ago when it first came out, and lots of the people who are playing it against us right now were four years old nine years ago. And so we have a distinct map advantage. We know where Sometimes. the stuff is. I, I, It's almost like, like, you know those movies where somebody wakes up and they remember shit from like a different life, like in the past? I feel like that's what I'm doing with Three Times Frag. Just I, just I start a map and it's like some ghost is taking control of my hands and I just whoo, 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 and then I just start running and I'm like why'd you throw it in those places and it's like I don't really know and it's like pop 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 it's like, oh that's when you threw it in those places that was just that muscle memory of I'm on bog I need to run to this point throw two over there throw a stun over there see if I can get it on that flag and then follow immediately with that third frag and then run in and oh man I'm I'm just being inarticulate right now, babbling. I'm having so much fun with this game. I'm loving it. Yeah, I, uh, I've, I've been enjoying it. Um, I, I play it differently at different times. You know, it's it's not just one game for me because I play it in like three or four different ways. There's days when it's not even about winning or losing. It's about making the other people angry. I, I just want to hear them scream. And, and you know, I'm, I'm not going to cheat, but I'm going to play like a real asshole. Like I'll put my martyrdom on, kill confirmed, sonic boom, grenade launcher, uh, stuff like that. But then... I'll play um, cage match and I'll just hide. I'll get up by three or four kills and I'll go find a really good hiding spot and I'll lay there and just listen to them get get angry and they'll and maybe they eventually find me and kill me. But I'm just gonna hide again because I'm up by like four kills and and in, in ten minutes they're not gonna find me enough time. So they're just they're spending their ten minutes hunting me down while I like watch Netflix and listen to them get angry. But then sometimes I like to camp super hard with a UAV jammer and an M21 in hardcore and just let my uh, uh, kill kill streaks rinse and repeat on their own. Uh, every chopper getting me another chopper. Uh, that's pretty outrageous. You still and, have to uh, die to call in your next one. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Just run out and die. You know, you don't have to walk for very far in hardcore before they just kill you. They're 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 waiting just beyond the outside of your door, really, just with a gun. Has that uh, ever been a problem for you? Like you get your kill streak at seven. And then you're like, I'm going to play super aggressively and run around. And then, like, three minutes later, you're like, man, I just killed, like, six more guys. And nobody's <laughs> killed me yet. This is getting to be a waste. That could have been another chopper if I just let that, him kill Well, that's what it gets. Like, nah, that's the most fun, I think. Because that you're so carefree in that moment. You're like, I dare you to kill me. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and, you're just, and sometimes so it goes your way for, like, ten seconds in a row. And that can be really fun. That can be really empowering. Um, I'm digging it too. There's a lot of member berries involved with this game. It's just every time something happens the way it used to, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember when we used to do that. But then there are things that are lacking and things that are different. Um, one of the things that's just different is that the bullet connection is just better. So every gun in the game is a little bit better. So the M16, which was great, is now incredible. But guns like the G36 and the M4, I feel like, are pretty usable now because it takes three bullets to kill at long range, and if you keep the sight on them, it'll actually work now. The RPD used to be trash because it seemed like the the the, the uh, bullet connection just didn't work for the first round or maybe two that came out of the RPD. So you'd, you'd drop shot, and you'd be like, wow, it took me nine bullets to kill that guy from an RPD. Why? Because the first two didn't fucking work. But yeah. now they do. Now the first two out of every gun is just a laser beam shot that kills, kills, kills. Um, 
the RPD is out is maybe it's just I'm going. You know how you go on hot streaks with certain guns, and that's like all you use. Where it's like, man, Silent Scorpion is my jam. And then three days later, you're like, this thing's fucking awful. What was I thinking? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> but, like I could just RPD, knife instead. Yeah, RPD with foregrip. It, it's better than the M16 for me, mm. at least in this game. Because you're only a little bit slower, your aim down sight is only a little bit slower, so you just have to play it like 20% more conservatively, but you've got more ammunition than you need for the reason that Kyle said of you're no longer shooting across the map and going trying to get those like first two hits. You just, you know, hold like almost like semi-automatic, like pop, 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 and then just kill them like that. It's so good, so good. And the iron sights are usable, which is good because you have to use that foregrip with LMGs or they suck. Yeah, the, um, I I don't like search and destroy. Oh, the footsteps. That's what I was gonna say. I, I just can't hear the, the footsteps are not as good uh, as they were. They're definitely changed. Uh, like I don't hear my own footsteps the same way, and I don't hear the enemy footsteps the same way. With you know, in, in all ways, whether I am I'm the one with the dead silence or they're the ones with dead silence, all of the footsteps in the game are different. Um, and I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but. I'm just not as accurate with my with my sound horror. I can't. I, it's got to be search and destroy, and I've got to really be trying hard. And I still usually need to like stand still or crouch walk or something that makes you even more silent. And they've added some sounds to the game, so now you know if you shoulder your weapon, it makes a little noise, just like it would in real life when you bring a rifle up to your shoulder. There's a little clink clink and a little shuffle on the cloth, and I can hear that now. Um, you pull the pin <laughs> on the grenade. Um, I can hear that now. I can hear that shit. Like I'm just like, where the fuck are they? And I hear a guy go click click, and I'm like, oh god, he's right fucking there. Um, you can hear them pull pins on grenades. As soon as I hear tink, I'm like, oh, not this room. Like start backing out. Um, but I can't hear things like bomb defusals. Uh, I don't know that I can hear it anymore. I, I played a lot of Search and Destroy, and it's rare that I get into the clutch situation anymore. For whatever reason, it seems like it's just mostly destroy. It, everybody just runs into each other and dies. There's not a lot of bomb play. Um, but I don't think know if you can hear it being diffused anymore or not, which was kind of my favorite part about it. Seems like it would it. be a big oversight if you could no longer hear it being because all that you used to do is clear the area, plant it, and then run to a little safe space, get down, and then you just wait for the click 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 beep boop beep 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 boop beep beep, and then you run over and kill them. Yeah, like, I think they took so the beep boop boop away. But maybe it's making it better. Maybe it's making it better by forcing you to actually guard the bomb, and in your visibility. Yeah, but you can't guard the bomb against against six guys that was the cool thing is like even if there's just you and left over to guard that bomb and there's six of them you can get in your hiding spot and as soon as you hear that briefcase click you can throw your grenade and they never know where it came from it just blows up and kills the guy and and then maybe you can like pop out kill two and then just run away really far but you're you're listening the whole time you know playing a game with them where you don't care if you kill them all or not we just want that bomb to go off we're talking about the plant or the diffuse when you're when you're guarding the bomb and the enemy's trying to defuse yeah, well, it's that allows for the ninja diffuses, which are fun. Well, it's you mean the the, the inability to hear it? Yeah, so you, the ninja diffuse, you guys probably know, but for listeners, what people used to do is hide like right next to the bomb, waiting for you to plant it, and then as you plant it, they'd get their character right up, pretty much between his legs, and wait, and then they'd like plant the bomb and run away. You'd instantly diffuse. It takes like what seven seconds. And uh, if they just didn't look behind them for seven seconds, you'd win the round. But if you could hear the diffuse, then that wouldn't work. You could hear it, though. 
the reason you that it didn't help in that, I know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You is timed them right the, after one another. The closing of the briefcase on the planter's side makes noise, and, and it makes almost the same noise as the opening of the briefcase for the diffusers. So to the planters, it just does like the boop, 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 close sound effect, and then they stand up to run away, and that sound of it closing and the other guy opening it it's like it almost the exact same thing. They time. get mixed uh-huh. together, and, and it's easy not to hear both sounds. You can still hear both sounds, but even now, like when I plant a bomb, like like this week as I'm playing and I plant a bomb, I get up, take three steps, and then I turn around and fucking look. Because once somebody does that shit to you, it's branded in forever. That's, a you know little, how that's many not times, muscle memory. That's yeah. a scar. <laughs> and you feel it every time. <laughs> Everybody's been ninja diffused at least once because you that. feel like a boob. Right afterward, where you're like, oh, oh, what a dunce I am. I should have just turned around. I do the same. I, I don't play search hardly at all, but when I do, I always check for it because I don't want to. I don't like search because everybody's watching me, and I know I'm not. I'm not confident enough in my Call of Duty abilities that I'm like, all right, everybody sit back and watch the show. It's more of like, if I kill one of them, they won't get mad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I get two of them, they can't be like, hey, you sucked. I'll be like, I got two, you know? It's <laughs> more than you got. I love that moment. I like having all that pressure on me when it's not real pressure anyway. It's just kind of pseudo pressure. It's it's like, it doesn't matter if I win or lose, but I really want it and they really want it. It's 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 something really unique to Call of Duty. I mean, if we'd all gotten together and they were watching me play basketball and I lost, it'd be a big fucking deal. That's what the night was wrapped around. But this is just a game of Call of Duty. So there's like a really small version of that winning for the home team kind of moment that you get. And, you know, it's it, it's it's it feels really good, especially if you like really shit on the guy. If you run and like jump out a window over his head and turn around and shoot him in the back or something, or if you do something silly with a sniper rifle to get your win. It's always fun. Like Have you been that. humiliated by any snipers yet? How does a sniper like, humiliate in, you? In the like, past, I certainly have. Um, like, but, is it like you're running around and then you die and you're like, what the hell happened? And then you watch the kill cam and it's some dude who is just on a building that like jumps <laughs> off and then does like the, oh, now I got my pistol out. Oh, now I got my rifle out. Oh, I got my pistol out. Oh, I got my rifle out. Bang! See, why <laughs> they kill you and you feel like an asshole. Yeah. That happened no, to Tucker on a live stream, and it was awesome. Like it, it's one of those like gifts that goes down in like the the legend. Like he, he dies, and uh, you don't even know why. And then you see the kill cam, and it's just that the guy must have taken an elevator to the top of Crossfire. If you guys, you would know, but there are these glitches called elevators where if you stand on just the right pixel or something, it takes yep. you to the top. And uh, the guy must have used a glitch to get to a building you can't get to. He jumps off the building. He does like a 360 double YY fakey trick whatever. And uh, and kills Tucker. And Tucker is like... <laughs> Fuck it. Throws his headphone off. Walks off webcam. Like He might have been uh, amping it up for the camera. But, but he was like... It, it was pretty hilarious. He did a good job. Mia, uh, I'm gonna find this video. I just watched it today. Hutch uploaded a uh, a kill cam from the new uh, game. Oh, let me fix that. The new Call of Duty. Yeah, it was it was so, it was a ridiculous kill cam uh, that like happened in their lobby. It's so stupid. It's it's. Huh, you have me curious. Yeah, I, I'll have it just a second here. I haven't played the new Call of Duty. I accidentally clicked the button that says Infinite Warfare on my game and immediately like backed out. I was like, oh no, that's the wrong thing. Oh no. <laughs> Mistakes were yeah. made. Yeah. You I almost just, had to play that game. You didn't yeah, want yeah. to play the jetpack space game. I wanted to play Call of Duty. You know? <laughs> I, there's something to be to be said about the role playing aspect, right? Like I don't know who the fuck I am playing Infinite Warfare. 
Uh, and this, you know, it's... It, yeah. it, I know all of these bad guys. I know the good guys. It's Marines. I'm, either, and... I'm Igor of the, the you know, yeah. Russian special forces. You there know. you go. Oh, you know, capture the objective. And then I'm... <laughs> the bomb has been planted! I'm, I'm, I'm Ahmed on that team. Yeah, I'm Yes, I remember. <laughs> I, there's somebody who's this just sparked a memory of all the these old YouTube videos. The member berries here. are so many fucking member berries. There is a guy's <laughs> YouTube channel who's it's spelled Yamulgahalov. Like whatever, say it again, Kyle. What is the Yamulgahalov? Yamulgahalov. It's like Yamulgahalov. Like that's the name of his YouTube channel, and he used to post like compilations from other people's channels, and I would go to Yamulgahalov and check out his content. <laughs> but <laughs> and you, looking back, it's funny because they probably couldn't do that in a game now, of just being like, hey, what do we have this character do? Ah, just scream something. It sounds like Arabic. You know, it is <laughs> Arabic. It, it means like frag grenade out or something. Let's watch this oh. video. It's a minute. Ready? Are you guys are ready? I am. Ready? I'm, I'm good. Go. Set. Play. They're going for the Turk shots again. I saw all of them. Shit. And he got it? Wow. What game are we watching? No. <laughs> what's, what's happening? No. Who, who died? This is like if I were to show my dad a. Look at the course, characters. Not a single character is a human at this point. There's one human in the back watching over There's one everyone. Human. Keeping it over, and he's not even in the game. There's no, that's human robot maintenance. These are all robots. This is the same problem with Westworld. There's nothing at stake. Look at this. It's like a. I wish it's like see three complete works. spins and a no scope while he's off of a like floating like hover map or something, or or maybe it's in a giant ice fissure. I don't know. Looks like an ice planet, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and nobody can even see who he shoots. He's just spinning forever. And then at one point he shoots, and that's the final kill. It, yeah, I have and he's, no and he's idea got a, what he hit. No, no one does. And he's got a it pink was the sniper guy rifle. to his left. Huh. That was a teammate. The guy that was floating in the air. I don't know who the fuck he shot. Oh, I thought it was the other guy. Okay. What a hey, piece I, of shit. That, uh, this, that game looks really not fun. <laughs> when Taylor said, what game are we watching? I'm like, yeah, I don't even know this game. You know, yeah. I've got days and days of playtime in COD, yeah. and I don't it's recognize like if that game. In season like 23, they decide to make South Park live action, and like Randy walks in, and he's like, Sharon, I'm home! And everybody goes, ah, ha, 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 and you hear like the clap and the, the live crowd. Like It's just it's not what I remember it to be, and that makes it... Like, of course, it's probably still a really fun game. Like, if that's what you're into, maybe. I don't know. It's Here's just one not of the, what I remember. The later Call of Duties, Duty one of the things was that there would be... All right, so there's like a dozen assault rifles and, and six or eight sniper rifles every time. And, and they all seem so goddamn powerful in one way or another. There would always be a gun that could see through a wall. There would always be a gun that could see through smoke. I like having some safety areas in the game. I like being able to be like... Like, like, jump out, kill three guys, and then run and jump behind an actual brick wall and be like, no one knows I'm here, I have UAV jammer perk, no one can see me from any kind of radar, and just know I'm safe for three fucking seconds so I can catch my breath my character can heal again. But in every single iteration of this Call of Duty for the last three or four years, it seems like that's never the case. These guys have bullets that can, they can literally track me. You know, like the first bullet, like, tags you, and all of a sudden bullets are flying Is through the air. I think that was a thing. I it's I probably well, or you'll like be finding yourself sitting in a corner, like your guys, your character's going, 
as the red kind of boom, boom, pulsates and mm-hmm. fades. And you're looking around, and in any other Call of Duty, you're like, all right, I'm safe. And then in the new ones, you look up, and then there's some motherfucker stuck to the wall above you <laughs> with, his, with his, you know, uh, sticky hand pad perk. He's got the he spider hand down perks. on top of you and snaps your neck, and you're like, what, what, what's happened? What game am I playing? A robot just just assassinated me from the skies. This is this isn't Call of Duty. But it is Call of Duty, and I feel like that's like an old person argument, not saying like, oh, I'm so old, because I'm not, not comfortable people anymore. They're not people anymore. Like, yeah, it's not like they just put on different shirts and got better guns as it went. They're not human beings fighting each other with guns anymore, and that's what the game was, right? That we were fighting other human beings with guns and grenades. Yeah, and, it was supposed and, to like, be groups stupid... that you're familiar with. Like, oh, this is the United States. This is Russia. This is uh, the terrorist cell or whatever, and this is the, the Brits. Like, it's teams that you've learned... And they're real. They're representative of actual armies. Yeah, it's like this is the and when they exist. Soldier. It feels a little more real, a little more grounded, a little more attached to something that's substantive. Whereas, I, is Jon Snow uh, one of the voices of this game, Kit Harington? Because I because I just saw like one of the CGI characters who was in space. He was like he was talking some space smack. He was like, "We gotta go back to Earth and show them." But I looked at it, it looked just like Jon Snow from from Game of Thrones, and I was wondering like, is he part of the game now? It, it Does just Conor looks, McGregor like, play a big part in the game. I haven't played the game. I haven't looked into the game at all. Uh, that would shock me if Conor McGregor was in it. He's in it. Is he in the He's game? He's in the game. Let me let me as, confirm as, that. As one of the robots. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> Boy, I was such a fierce fighter. They downloaded me brain into one of these <laughs> robots. I thought, Connor, you got two belts. We can't let you out of here. We got to put you in a robot and see what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Point space. <laughs> I've been in this robot body for ten thousand years. I want to kill myself, but it's impossible at this point. <laughs> I'm backed up on the cloud. You know, <laughs> even if I die, I'm stuck in this perennial nightmare. <laughs> Please, someone go into the mainframe and delete me. I'd love nothing more than the sweet embrace of death. You know, <laughs> that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> Oh, he is in the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. They're, so they're, it looks like they're, they're, uh, they're yeah, mapping them in. Skipped ahead, ignoring the... Let's do a ready, set, play. Ready, set, play. I was addicted to it at one stage for a while, and, it was, and I wasn't training so much as That's I was neat. playing uh, the game. So to get an opportunity to actually take part in cool. the game, I, 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 I dived at it. There was a stage where I'd like... Yeah, they I got him uh, motion capped for, uh, for one of like the single player characters, I guess. That's, uh, I'd wait well, that's pretty cool. I'd go oh, training. He, um, uh, oh, shit, I wasn't showing the video to people. Well, sorry, everyone, you heard it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, rest assured, real cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was Conor McGregor with, like, little balls attached to a wetsuit he's wearing so they could, like, mocap him. And, so, uh, you want to talk about UFC next? That was nuts. I yeah, had a great time. Just, just real quick, Conor McGregor, it's okay, so here's the deal. Before the UFC 205, He's talking to Eddie Alvarez, and he's bragging about how rich he is. You know, oh, I've got all this money. And Eddie Alvarez is amazing. He's, he's, he's not taking any shit. And usually, you can't talk trash with Conor. And uh, he shut Conor McGregor the fuck down with regards to trash talk. He's like, what? You talking about money to me? You had a job. You quit your job and got on welfare so you could train and play Call of Duty. And you want to talk about mother to me? You welfare-taking motherfucker on the dole, this and that? And, and Connor was just like... Connor's that, welfare? Connor, not anymore. Uh, but yeah, he literally how Connor got his career started 
is he, he quit his job as a plumber and went on welfare and trained all the time and played Call of Duty. That's like his history. And uh, Eddie Alvarez called him out on that. I thought Eddie was going to win, and, and I was wrong. Oh, my God. Conor McGregor, it seemed like everything he wanted to happen in that fight just happened. Like, nothing went outside of Conor's plan on that fight. There were a couple of reasons I thought Eddie would win. He fought in a higher weight class, so I thought Eddie would be bigger. And people were saying he was bigger. Wonder Boy, who fights at 170, was like, Eddie Alvarez is bigger than me. I saw him in the weigh-in, and I could see that Connor was taller, but that European motherfucker wears platform shoes to his face-offs. So I'm like, I can't tell who's taller because Connor McGregor's got on, like, women's cowboy boots or something. And, and <laughs> like, I can't tell who's taller. So, and everyone's saying how big Eddie is, so I figured Eddie was much bigger, like Nate Diaz, but world champion version of, like, big and strong. No, when they got in the octagon and they were both barefoot, Connor was still taller. And uh, they're the same size virtually. And, and Connor kept saying that he's like, he, he's like, you can't bring somebody in here. That's the same size as me. Connor you got to find somebody with an edge, Connor Connor a big was, tall guy or a big I, giant or something. I think Connor <laughs> could smell giant. the top of his head. Like it's, it's yeah. He was saying that cause that was Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz was really long. So, um, you know, that, that was how he was able to beat him and eventually lose to him, but hang with him. So, I really enjoyed that fight. Dude, like, Connor just took it Is to there, him. like, a GIF version of it? I didn't watch it, but I've heard oh, that yeah, Connor sure. really fucked him up. Is that that's correct? He did. Connor, not, like, one GIF doesn't tell the whole story. Connor well, had, like, Alvarez four knockdowns. Well, Alvarez explained the whole thing, right? Yeah, Alvarez, Alvarez is... Sure, I... I Dude, I see everything. It, basically, Alvarez's thing was like, look, I did the opposite of everything I was supposed to do. He was circling right, which would take him to Connor's left, which is like the touch of death. Uh, he's like, I was supposed to be wrestling, putting pressure on, circling to the left. Instead, I'm boxing and circling to the right. I did everything that Connor would want his opponent to do, and I paid for it. Uh, that, was, that was Eddie's take on it. Eddie had just beat the fuck out of Dos Anjos, and I, I want to say Dos Anjos is a southpaw too. A couple of Eddie Alvarez's better fights were against southpaw, so I thought that he would really have an answer for Conor McGregor. Nope. Nope. No answer whatsoever. Um, he may have it, but he didn't have it that night. Dude, he looked scared. He looked intimidated by the show. I got um, more. Anthony Pettis is a, is a very good fighter, super great striker. Maybe as good a striker. Well, I guess not as good as Conor McGregor, but, but he's, he's just very good at what he does. And um, Eddie Alvarez was able to beat Anthony Pettis by just pressuring him, pressuring him. You know, these great strikers aren't great strikers if you don't give them any space, right? No one can hit you if you're a foot from them or less, right? They're, they're just outside of their, their punching zone. They're, it's not the range. It's not where the sweet spot is. So Eddie Alvarez just pressured Pettis all night long. I thought he'd do it to McGregor. Instead, he boxes and circles into Gregor's power hand, and uh, it did not. I, I didn't bet a penny. I hope uh, you guys didn't bet a penny either. I told you not to <laughs> on my prediction. And uh, damn. I, I was so sure. I was so sure. I was like, I should bet ten grand and like make some free money out of this. <laughs> you know, like I nearly did it with Clinton too. I'm I'm on a real not bet hot streak. <laughs> you know? yeah. I have saved twenty thousand dollars thus far by not following my stupid <laughs> predictions. <laughs> I uh, I watched all the fights that day. I think this fight started at like seven p.m. or something, mm -hmm. and and by the time Connor was done and uh, and had said his whole thing to Joe. It was like one in the morning, I think. It was so late. Um, but I watched a bunch of fights. I watched the prelims. I watched the FS1 fights. And, of course, I watched the pay-per-view. Uh, I thought the Misha Tate fight was lame. Um, and Did she, she, she lose? Did she win? She, she lost and then retired from the sport. 
Um, <laughs> literally. So that, that, yeah, yeah, that's how it went. Because um, she just really got handled. Um, do, you didn't th- look good. do you think that was an emotional decision? Yeah, she said, she, the, Joe asked her, he's like, was this planned or was this because of the, the result? You know, and she's like, yeah, you know, because of the result. And she's all it's like, if up. the San Jose Sharks last year, their manager just found there's like, fuck it, no more hockey in San Jose. <laughs> you keep the trophy, Pittsburgh, fuck you, we're done. You know, um, dude, the, uh, so, the two Polish chicks, that was that? an outrageous fight. Uh, there's more on um, Misha Tate. So on the, on the topic of that, before we get off it, uh, so Misha Tate was a little banged up. She got punched a lot, and uh, Dana White wanted her to go to the hospital and get taken care of. For people that don't know, the UFC pays all their medical bills that are fight and training related. And uh, Misha's like, no, 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 I don't want to go there. I want to go to the post-fight conference and stuff. And Dana's like, no, you got to go to the hospital. And she's like, fuck you, Dana White. I don't work for you anymore. So, and he's, he's like, all right, well, huh. If you go to the hospital, there might be a job in the UFC for you afterwards. What do you think of that? Like, like he was and talking like, well, where to is the hospital. She? Jesus. They're like, where is she? He's like, oh, she's at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I think she didn't go. I, I don't think. Oh, she, she did she go. She, do I have it wrong? I think she went. Yeah. Yeah, she went. But he had to, like, really sweeten the deal. And, and she was, like, cursing him out. Khabib, the beginning of Gagoff. Khabib is a scary, scary man. Now, is he in? What weight class is he in? Who is it they're protecting from that man? That, or at least he thinks it because he, you know, as Dana said, he's screaming at him before the fight and between every round. Give mm-hmm. me title. Give me title. <laughs> like, as um, he like, who, I, who was his opponent? Michael who, who Johnson. Was it that he was, That's so the was guy Michael that Johnson Joe Lozon that he was, that fought he in Boston. For, we were there in person. I thought it was. He tortured that poor man. Yes. It was. But I was watching. It was a jujitsu clinic. It looked like a guy who was a black belt was on a guy who was a blue belt or something. He, he, he was like, you see this guy? He thought he knew he, see, he thought he knew something. Watch this. See how he can't move his left arm anymore? And I've got my, my right arm free. Now watch mm-hmm. this. He big brothered him. The move is called a crucifix. So basically, he's sitting on one arm, and he's holding it. Like, they have one arm, one arm, and then his like, crotch is sitting on the other arm, and he's just pounding him in the face. And his opponent is like, well... Notify the post office. Send my mail this, here because I'm not going anywhere. Khabib Nemegavov is on top of me, and I'm fucked. It was dangerously close to being being stopped every single time it went to within like 25 seconds of it going to the ground. I was like, oh god, any second now, any second now, because like the guy can just he can defend himself, but just barely by the like Webster's definition of defending yourself. He's <laughs> applying effort in an attempt. To make the man stop hurting his brain, but that's about all he's doing because the man just keeps hurting his brain and anything else that looks looks tender. If if he balls up just right and the ribs are exposed, he'll give him a couple liver shots back there. Hard. You don't as have fuck. to defend yourself. You you just have to make intelligent decisions. Like it, he's got to try. Well, what it is is that the ref is looking at the the losing fighter and determining whether or not that guy is making the the right calls to deal with this problem if it's not working they'll let him keep going at it like that's what they did with chris weidman when luke rockhold was beating him um there's a long history of that they just he just has to be doing like intelligent things to stop the guy you know to to counter what the guy on top is doing even if it's not working if he keeps making good decisions then they let the fight keep going well they shouldn't because that man <laughs> got tortured for three rounds, oh, yeah. and I had to watch it all. And, and although I, I don't know which is a sub win, I think he won by a uh, sub, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was gonna. 
tear his shoulder out, right? Wasn't yeah, it? I remember. Yeah, the, I think he had a Kimura on him or something. Yeah, McGregor yeah. won by submission. No, no, we're talking about there were. I, I watched like like fifteen fights that night. Oh, there was, okay. yeah, there was a bunch of them. And this is one of them where a submission specialist really took apart a guy who I I, I think is more of a. I'm sure he's got a a, a bottom a um a jujitsu background, but I thought that Johnson was more of a stand up guy. But man. Johnson is just looks like a turtle on his back. He looks like he has no experience on the ground because the guy who this Abib guy just had him outclassed like a like a like a big brother over a little kid. Like he, he he's he's getting full control at any point and just really hurting him as he went. It, it didn't seem like he could finish the fight um, un, until he wanted to. It was almost like he wanted to hurt him for a while and then he went for the Kimura at the end. Uh, that that was that was that was not fun to watch. Uh, I, the other end, I guess, was that fight, and I don't—I can't remember the fighter's name, but that really scary black guy who kneed the guy in the skull and busted Yo, his skull apart. did that to Chris Weidman. Yeah, that was surprising. On the Khabib uh, thing, you asked before we get off that topic. You asked who they were protecting. He's 155, so he fights in the new belt that Connor just won. I thought so. And uh, we'll see. The trouble with him is that he's made of glass, Khabib. Like, his knees keep busting up or something. And uh, he prior to UFC 205, he had, like, one fight in the last three years. He does, he's, they, Connor calls him a pull-out merchant. You know, every time the guy gets uh, a bruise on his thigh, he pulls out of a fight. And if you're a UFC, like, <clears throat> owner, like a matchmaker, you have to ask yourself, like, oh, does this guy get a championship shot? Knowing very well that he might be pulling out of main events all the time. Well, and, and also, I, I don't know if um, Abib is as good on camera as Conor McGregor, who is the greatest that there's ever been in that sport on camera. That's probably a real motivating factor. It's like, hmm, do I want the Russian Muslim to be my champion who hmm. can barely speak English and wears that big fuzzy uh, Russian fur hat? Or do I want Conor McGregor, who commands the nation of... <laughs> Habib comes out, he's like, Russia have 143 million, uh, Ireland only seven! <laughs> I was like, it's fucking Borat up there. <laughs> like, like, Come to great country of Kazakhstan has fermented goat milk, none of this Irish piss beer. <laughs> like, Another thing about well, they, Khabib... They, is he observes Ramadan, so he like fasts for what is that like a month or something? Always in shape, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like, so, like when you think about that, it's like, all right, well, these guys I do cut it. weight like infidels' throats. They do it. They do a two month training camp, and then so the, that can't happen during Ramadan, and then the fight can't happen during Ramadan. It cuts off like a quarter of the year because he doesn't eat for yeah. a month or something. Yeah, it makes him not uh, the the guy you want. As your like, you know, hood ornament on the, uh, for the UFC, which is right. what they got with Conor McGregor, and they hope uh, they get back with as Ronda Rousey. If they get Ronda Rousey back again, then every then every event is going to be Conor and then Rousey right after, and they're just going to keep rolling them. She'll fight one more time, I bet. We'll see. I hope. Um, uh, you know, maybe so. I saw her in that commercial the other day. She sure looked doughy. You know, I, I got to say, she looked doughy. She didn't look like the best female athlete and fighting athlete in the world. She didn't look like the best female anything in the world. She looked doughy, um, as doughy as like um, the strongest chick at a gym anywhere. Like, like, like you know, not just just like a real strong. Not a lot of definition. She looked ready to no. play women's softball. She could hit it. Like hit she some was the ringer on the softball. Like people like would look at her and go, Thank "No, God, she's not big here. enough for that. She's not big enough to be the ringer on the." Now I know a chick named Heather Vaughn. 
<laughs> who is uh, who, who's like six foot one, a hundred and forty five, hundred and fifty five pounds walking around. She's the ringer on the softball team. She pitched for fucking Alabama. Yeah, that's a that's, Ronda a, that's Rousey. like six ten in men height. Yeah, Ronda six Rousey's eight. a small girl. I mean, com- compared to like a man. And we don't need to get back into that whole conversation. But I just thought she looked out of shape, and especially being a commercial. Like, she was wearing, I don't know what to call them, but, like, um, they were shorts, but really tight shorts. Mm-hmm. And you could see, like, her love handles were, like, rolling over her, like, was shorts a, a little bit. Was it? In the commercial with the little what girl. Kind of, yeah, because she's looking better now. What was the commercial for? She has all these commercials where she's basically just a bully who comes along and extorts people out of things or threatens them and makes them give her things. Why that is, is that, that not the, is that not basically the commercial? I, I don't see any commercials. Why does why does she? Well, do it, that? I thought we were just talking about that. It's the one where she's with the little girl and she like comes to back the little girl up and they like threaten somebody. And I can't remember the specifics, but where I'll do you find see it. these commercials? Is On it television. like a bully uh, your way out of bullying campaign? <laughs> you can't be bullied if they're already dead. I'll like <laughs> go to hotels or relatives, families, and see TV for like the first time that year. And all the commercials are new to me. I'm like following the plot lines and like, you know, oh my that God, this Lexus yeah. is racing a snowball. Who will get to the bottom of the mountain first? The snowball's coming right for the car. It, it, it's... Well, Melissa, you got to get in here. I didn't think Chevy was the number one car manufacturer <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> No, this isn't. No, I I know, Melissa. It's not two. No, it's it's four years running. Four years running. Chevy on top of Ford and Chrysler. God, I Number hate that. Number one like, hey, truck. Would you, would you uh, what do you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think is behind this curtain? The 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 best truck. Well, I think I think it's a I think it's probably a, a Ram fifteen hundred. <laughs> I bet you would think that retard. <laughs> what do you think it is? I think it's a Ford F one fifty. Oh, long nice. Nice guess, idiot. Oh, what is it really? It's Chevy. Like, oh, I hate those wow. commercials. I hate them. Yeah, they seem so insecure about the Chevy. It's fine. You make a fine truck. <laughs> Stop. Do you we believe this? you. Check out Rhonda in this commercial. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Ready. Ready, set, play. At Sean UFC 86 tweeted he could beat me at thumb wrestling. He's a little heavy. Hey, Sean. What? Or maybe not. Like, hey, can we be friends? Let's her stay so happy to meet fans. you. <laughs> Let's go. Just like Sean figured out that it's easier to keep up with Rhonda on his phone than in real life. I think I'm in love. Keep up with really? your favorite UFC fighters anytime, anywhere with Metro PCS on the team. Yeah, that, that was a bad commercial. Thirty dollars. Pretty bad you know commercial. What? Better uh, standing up than she did on the couch. On the couch, I was mean- like, my God, what happened? Oh, there's another one. I'm trying to find it. Like for Metro PCS, where, she, where there's a little girl involved, and like the little girl's like dressed up like her, and she's wearing those shorts. But so I, I've seen her it. training more yeah. recently, like current video, and she's getting pretty fit again. Have you guys know? Have you guys seen the uh, Bud Light commercial that was running for a while, where it was Seth Rogen, not Seth Rogen, yes, Seth Rogen, and um, Amy Schumer talking about yes. Bud, where they were like, "This isn't your beer for." Fucking white people, or like whatever the, the, they were saying, whatever Amy Schumer was saying, it was so bad, and it caused Budweiser sales to decrease to the point that they pulled the whole commercial. I read about that commercial. I didn't see it, but I read about it. I miss a lot of TV. Like I just don't see it. TV shows will come and go. Like the Community, as far as I know, that's just a meme. 
You know, the black guy walks into the room, everything's on fire, and he walks out. I've never seen that show. Uh, I know of that that meme. I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know that gif. He walks in with the pizzas, expecting a fun time, and everything's out of control. And he's like, I, I just brought pizza, and everybody's having a, a shit fit. This isn't uh -huh. fair. I, That's how a, I interpret it. I've seen a couple from the community, and, and I, I've never... I may have seen this show at one time. I don't I've know. never seen it. I'm with you in this one. I don't know what network it was on. I assume NBC. That seems like they're kind of bullshit. I've never seen the show either. It looks, uh, yeah. looks stupid. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that. There's a lot of like really popular things, but being really popular doesn't make you good. Like, like there are some things Big that man. are good, and then they become popular. There are some things that are just popular, and they were never fucking good. And Community's probably one of those things. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. Might not be. I don't care to find out. <laughs> don't have a cow if it's your thing. Unless you it, acted it, on Community or something, and in which case, why don't you get us a box set? Have you even seen Community, Kyle? It's one of not the once, not shows ever. On TV. Don't plan no. to. I have I, been I was, watching a lot like of something. CNN this week, a lot of CBS. Mm -hmm. uh, I caught the 60 Minutes interview. It was great. Really like the 60. I, 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 I couldn't understand the people's Donald Trump, okay. the President of the United States. President -elect. <laughs> I love it. President elect of the United States. They have such a hard time keeping that down. <laughs> Every so many time people they say have it. difficulty saying it. Some of them even are still like, Mr. <sighs> President-elect Trump. <laughs> like, they're saying it through their teeth almost, because it's like, you know that that has got to really hurt to know that you have to call somebody, like, a really prestigious title when you want to just scream His at them and be like, you hosted The Apprentice! Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you have to call him president Dude, this is the year of ridiculous, fucked-up shit. We have, like, president Trump might be next year. World champion Cubs, like that is crazy. <laughs> next year you've got uh, uh, like several major elections in uh, in Europe, and I suppose that they're 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 declaring victory for the first meme war and preparing for meme the world <laughs> the meme world war. They're calling it. They've already started subreddits for like the that French uh, conservative lady and uh, maybe in Poland or somewhere. There's like two, maybe Germany too. Maybe Merkel's up for uh for for election. Like they, they, there's a whole. I saw Farage make a statement the other day. You know, the the, the British politician about uh, he he thought they should um, license handguns, and they were showing there was a lot. There's like a lot of support for that. It's it's really interesting to see what's happening. But what, dude, most interesting. So Google has stopped running Google AdWords on sites that just lie about news, right? Like fake news. Fake yeah. news. Yeah, yeah. So there are sites, and this is look. It, both sides have their thing. Yeah, what about the onion? Does what it apply a, to them? You know, it's a nice I, stroll I, I down the same censorship thing. lane. Well, yeah. it, it is a unique it, – it's not unique, but it's mostly Republicans who – like the forwards from grandma who like pass the ridiculous untrue things. And uh, Google has defunded them. And I don't know how I feel. Like Taylor, you know, censorship lane, right? This is where it starts. Um, on the other hand, like they do a real disservice to – the global discourse and I don't know. I don't know, but it's a thing that's happened. So, yeah, I mean, it's their right to do it and who watched I mean, the their company. I just don't think that you should. You guys didn't watch it. Okay. It so she Netflix? asked him point. So, so <laughs> it was, it, on, it, it, it was not on Netflix. <laughs> it's on the CBS. It's on the CBS app. It's, it's well worth it. I think it's free. I'm not sure. Uh, see if this, see, see, okay. I have the CBS app. Yeah, I don't sure know if I'm paying for it or not, but it's awesome. And it's got 60 minutes on there for free. And uh, it, I saw the whole 60 minutes interview, and the, the editing on it was awesome. There was no filler whatsoever. It's just question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. And uh, she asked him about everything from the wall to immigration to prosecuting Hillary Clinton, and he gave direct answers to virtually everything. The only thing that he, he was like didn't really – when it became to prosecuting Hillary, he was like – 
you know, we have, I have this, 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 and that to do. Let's see what happens with her. Ask me next time I see you what I'm going to do about Hillary Clinton. Um, but with the wall, he's like, yeah, we got to build a wall. She's like, well, some, some people in Congress are saying that a fence would be better in some places. He's like, sure, a fence in some places, but a wall needs to be built. She's like, well, what about uh, uh, deporting people? He's like, well, there are two to three million uh, uh, that, that need to be deported right away. Right away, we need to deport two or three million that, are, that have committed crimes. And he called them drug, you know, the people that are drug dealers and criminals of one kind or another. It's um, interesting because he's made a lot of promises everyone knows he can't keep at all. Right. He's the, the list of day one things he said that he'll do is alone. Give me a long day. It's going to be a very long day. It's a Donald fairy Trump. tale day, right? It, it, Trump like days are 300 normal days. <laughs> so he's knowingly lying about what he's going to be doing, right? Like no reasonable person thinks he's going to have like 10 million deportations in a day. So, uh, well, he, well, he's saying over the next few years, he he's has get said three, day one he was going to deport 10 million people and it's like well, day one what the fuck oh, come on now you know he didn't mean that literally I, I i wonder if that's one of those things where if they stop the regular like so donald do you mean that literally on day one you will usher out 10 million people across the border literally i think no i mean that on day one we're gonna get, begin the process to get those 10 million people out of this country try and track with me here you know like that's what he's gonna yeah like no no one reasonable says that that's some kim jong like ill kind of stuff he like said, we're gonna have do I need to Google this? I'll Google this. I need to see exactly what he said. I don't think it matters, though. I, I, I just feel like you're really putting him into a corner with that I statement. didn't put him anywhere. He put himself into a corner. He says shit. Hey. He's a knowingly lying bullshitter, right? That's who Trump is. And, I, and Kyle's like, no, no, no. He didn't mean that. When we, when we take what Trump says and pass it through the Kyle filter, it turns out into something far See, more reasonable, right? I, don't I look at his angry. underlying yeah. motivations. Oh, you stop. I look at his underlying I, motivations, and angry, when you do you that... Going, no, fuck you. Stop. You stop. No. Go ahead. You go make your point. I, I would love to finally make my point. Silly. It is, isn't it? So the issue here, you keep saying this about me, that, that I have a Kyle filter. The Kyle filter is where I try to reason things out. It doesn't necessarily apply to conservative things or democratic things, Clinton or Trump. It's just my filter of reasoning out. What makes sense? He would never say and mean it that on day one, 10, 10 million have to go. They're well, going to go. The, what the, my observation has been that everything after it passes through the Kyle filter turns out roses for Trump, right? He can oh. say... I'm pro-life, and you say, ah, no, why don't you pass through my filter? He doesn't really mean that because I know that a long time ago he was pro-choice, so that's because not he something he both. wants to do. He said both, and you're picking the one that you want to go with. And you're picking the one you're going to go with, and that's my accusation. No, I'm not picking either of them. I'm saying that it doesn't matter what he says. He's Donald Trump. You can't, you can't nail him down to positions. You can't say, he said this, and he's going to do it, or he's not going to do it. He's Donald Trump. He's not a politician. I don't he's know what liar. he's going to do. None well, of he's not, do. Like, it's a, he's a different card than a liar. He's a bullshitter, right? Like a bullshitter is something specific. It's sort of a, I'm so casual with the truth. I'll say whatever you think it is I want to hear. And, and that's, his, that's his standard operating procedure, right? Everything he says is just anything that's convenient in the moment. So where I was headed with my original thing was he's still doing that. And the moment is coming. And I wonder how this is going to work out for him. Are people going to just like forgive him if the things he said he do don't happen? Not, not everyone passes what he says through a filter. A lot of people voted for him thinking that he intends to do what he says he's going to do. 
And how's I saw that going to go down? Today, uh, I saw a big focus group today. They had a lot of the Trump supporters, and they were asking them these questions, you know, like, what do you expect him to do? What do you want from the first 100 days? Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of that. It was, it was a lot of people that, that they have a similar filter to what I have, maybe. You mm -hmm. know, the lady said, well, like, he says lots of things. We don't take them literally. We, 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 we sort of look at the meaning behind them. So the numbers really don't matter if because he, he throws numbers around like he's he's just, he says wild ridiculous things like a lot of the things that he says are just like instantly you know you're like oh okay he's he's trying to get a feeling across to me not necessarily a procedure like well, there won't literally be 10 million people otherwise he's insane and he doesn't know how numbers work like I know he knows how numbers work at least yeah he's not dumb you know people call him dumb he's not dumb he's Ivy League educated turned to whatever it was 10 million into a billion and it's something impressive he's not dumb but I think people will feel like the media tells him to feel and if they start nailing Trump for like missing more of his promises than other presidents have then what specific it'll turn ones do you think him. what specific ones do you think that he's gonna be lacking on because he said a lot of things you're right I, but I, I'm I wondering which his pro I saw a bullet list of them one time and I'm finding like three page articles that don't fit this format well. Um, I'm already he, predicting that uh, conservatives are going to be upset when one of his justice nominations is not uh, a pro-life kind of he person. Said they were, he said they would be pro-life. He said they will. I, I don't know. I know, I but he said it like I, I'm just got to go. I'm just talking about on the 60 Minutes interview. What he say? What he said most recently and most, you know, like on the nose to the to someone's yeah. face was. No, no, maybe he will. I, I just was kind of like doing my prediction of what I think people will be really upset by. Oh, like, what they'll I be think, upset by is the abortion be thing upset because, by that. because he has this disparity, right? She says, um, gay marriage. You know, is is that going to be up for uh, for for being over overthrown? He's like that. That's the law of the land. The Supreme Court has ruled on that. That's the law of the land. And but but in, and then you know next question. Well, what about Roe versus Wade? Well, I'm going to be uh, putting some justices in there that are pro-life, and it very well may be overturned. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Aren't they yeah. both the law of the land? You know, they, they they both became the law the same way. So he's definitely making a separation there. Uh, and she asks him, well, if it's overturned, then what happens? It becomes illegal to get an abortion. He says, well, then it goes to the states. She says, but. There will be some people who have to leave their state to get an abortion. He's like, yeah, you'll have to leave your state, go to another state to get an abortion. So that was the part where I was like, wow, okay, that's his. That's just his position on this is that he's got. You're, you'll have to leave your state, go somewhere else, and get a, get an abortion. So I've yeah, I don't a like list. that. Um, one of them is cancel Obama executive actions on immigration and guns. And be time prone. I wonder what the. I didn't know Obama's immigration executive actions. Uh, the next one is. Ask Congress to immediately deliver a full repeal of Obamacare. Now I know that more recently he said stuff like he wants to keep the, you know, adult children on it, and he wants to keep the no pre-existing condition part. But um, they, there's some cognitive dissonance that you can't keep just the no pre-existing condition part and undo the rest, but, right? So that, yeah, that doesn't work. Right. So, yeah, that, the the pre-existing condition part is the part that's making it not work. Like you can't keep you can't take the part of it and say, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna keep that part. Right. Like, just in, you guys have probably heard me say this, but for people that haven't, in short, if you have insurance, then you get covered for the things while you had it. Now, what they did is they made it so everyone had to have insurance, and now insurance companies can't deny on pre-existing conditions. If you just like get rid of Obamacare, the part that says you have to buy insurance, 
and keep the they have to cover your pre-existing condition then why don't people just not have insurance until they get sick and then they pick it up and the insurance company have to pay that doesn't work so yeah. And Trump yeah. is not dumb. He knows that, but he's saying things that he can't you, deliver you, on. You can't have any kind of insurance cover a pre-existing incident. You can't go buy Geico insurance after you've been in a car accident. You can't go buy home insurance after your house is burned down because they're going to look at you and go, uh, no, we're not going to let you sign up for this policy that we're immediately going to pay out on. Like, that's that's not what so, our business is. So you can't, like, it's like a... Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Negotiate NAFTA and withdraw from the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Now, I just re not read. I saw a video on this. Apparently, he doesn't have the authority to do that. Like he would have to, uh, like get that implemented over the course of years. But didn't Obama give up on the TPP thing, like because of the Trump presidency? I actually don't know. I thought I don't. He know. did. Did he? Yeah. So, so part of his current tour um, that they're now calling the farewell tour where he's visiting mm -hmm. three countries. I know Peru is one of them. I can't recall the other two, the main ones, like the actual big ones. But uh, part of that, I think, was to sure up some of the TPP negotiations. And now it's the farewell tour. I think they've completely dropped that from their plans because of the Trump presidency. Imposed tariffs. Right. That's a thing. That's actually how he won the Rust Belt. Right. Yeah. Um, build a wall Can he and do that? Mexico pay for it. Let me look. Tariffs are, tariffs are an interesting one to me because as a kid... We learned about tariffs, of course, when we're learning about the American Revolution and stuff. And, and I was like, well, you know, as a kid, my mind wondered, why can't we just fucking like do that at, at, at will? Well, that what will happen? So he can do that. And I'm wondering, like the executive orders, is that literally like he just has to get out the let's, executive order pa pieces of paper and those become executive orders? Or does he have to get those drawn up? Let me read what this says. Warren... Maruyama, a former general counsel to the U.S. trade representative under Bush and Obama, W, previously told us Trump would have the authority under a variety of trade statutes to impose higher tariffs, but added it would lead to a trade war and cost hundreds of thousands of jobs. So the answer is, yeah, he can do it. It appears that the president has the authority to impose tariffs. So oh, did you see his gun stuff? that he put out, it wasn't a spoken thing, but he put it on his website, what he said about concealed carry permits and, uh, and gun control legislation in general. So he wants to be, he, he thinks that all gun control, or, or all um, concealed carry permits should work in all the states. Um, so that's not going to- reciprocity everywhere. He I wants reciprocity everywhere. I was like, if I was king, this is what I'd do. Give a little to get a lot, right? I would be down for some sort of background check you know what whatever that is if it's a medical history for something I, I don't know i'd be down for some sort of background check that was effective and then in and then also lumped in that bill i want silencers i want full auto and i want countrywide concealed carry and and i, 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 I feel like if i pitch that people would be like all right you oh know? absolutely yeah yeah, because you got to go through so much extent. You know, even when you're just buying a firearm at a store, they run the background check on you. Mm -hmm. You know, like 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 yeah. I, if you got to prick my finger and get a little blood, I'm down for that. Like you want some skin scraping, some DNA, like whatever you want. Like um, it's much easier than than pump, pumping down two hundred dollars every time you want to saw the barrel off a shotgun. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, I'd be down for that. Mexico pay for it. I'm just oh, now that, that one's that interesting. One. Let, let's take it one by oh, one because okay, there's only one after this. I, one by two making mexico pay for it is 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 something he was just so all about I, he's got to build something right or at least he's got to make an effort to build something right 
Like he can't just ignore it because he's saying like right now, like yesterday. He's got to get CBS, some traffic cones or something on that border <laughs> quick to let people know that it, like the, the beginnings are happening. Put a couple. Of I got to say, at like this point, excavators just around. If I'm a betting man, I can't bet against Trump building a wall because he keeps saying he will. I gotta, I gotta say that I think Trump's gonna build a wall. I can't go any other way, reasonably. Oh, well, I've made some bad bets lately, but at this point, I'm thinking there's not a lot of money to make betting against Trump. No, I there really isn't too. at this point. He's no. gonna build it. He Guy's says on he will, a fucking seventy-year winning streak. I was, I was a thousand percent sure that he was not gonna be president, and now the more I'm thinking about it, like, like even like. Seven days ago, a week ago, I was like, "There's even if he does get it, there's no fucking way he's building the wall." Now I'm just like, "God, is he gonna build a wall on the <laughs> bottom part of this country? Wall? Are we gonna have a wall?" Uh, it's like if if it is, it's gonna be something. I'm gonna like, get the I Mexicans to pay for it, they, the Chinese to build it. Make it, this wall, then it needs to look good. I don't want some bullshit, ugly wall on the border. It needs to have a lot of pizzazz, restaurants. I in picture it even. like a Hoover Dam looking thing with big gold Trump letters on it every I, thousand I yards. Like <laughs> I want that. That's exactly what I envisioned. It's it's that marble almost looking uh, like polished granite or whatever or, or whatever the, the Hoover mm-hmm. Dam is. It looks smooth and uniform and, and, and all the same. Chinese and, steel as far as the eye could see. You know? Yeah, sure. Whatever. It should get the Chinese to build it. They're good at building great walls. It, it, it's uh, going to get be... the Mexicans to pay the Chinese. Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> so getting them to pay for it is 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 the so. Are coming into place. <laughs> I, I the uh, they they framed it last night as a lot of his more fantastic um, things like that as being an opening negotiating position, which makes a little bit of sense, I suppose. And it makes if you look at everything he says like that. All of a sudden, you start thinking maybe he's not insane, which is much more comforting. Like if you go to bed at night thinking your president might actually be insane, then I can understand why you're a little bit afraid, right? But I don't think he's insane. I think he's just a little. Uh, 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 if he uh, was actually an insane person, he one can't of be those insane. People, one of he's those not people insane. The, he he would have gotten into some kind of fist fight on The Apprentice at some point. If he were like that insane, because I've him and Flavor Flav would have mixed it up, you know. That's what insane yeah, people on do. Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, they, they would have had to. Um, I think he's actually going to build that wall. What's the last thing that he that he that he's promised? Enact the Trump tax plan. He collapses oh. the seven tax brackets into three, reducing the top tax rate from ninety. I'm sorry, thirty nine point six to thirty three, and he lowers the corporate tax rate from thirty five to fifteen, among other things. Um, it's a huge cut in taxes, primarily benefiting the top end. And um, that corporate tax helps small business as well. No. Um, small Doesn't. businesses don't pay taxes. They just. So here's what a small business does the, um, if it's owned by whatever, a couple of people, they bonus themselves at the end of the year so that the company doesn't have any profit. That's, that's what companies who don't have shareholders, like you know, public shareholders, would typically do. Oh, I was meaning like a like a smaller public company, like a lot of oh, um, or I guess it's not technically a super small company if they've had an IPO. Where so. I think the thought process behind lowering the corporate tax rate is to stop these. I think it's called an inversion merger, something like I'm mixing it up a little bit. But what happens is, like, let's say GE buys tiny Irish company you haven't heard of, and then. Like, that's their new headquarters. Now we're an Irish company. We pay Irish taxes and we avoid all this American shit, even though we're pretty much fucking American. Um, That's what happens. These trillion-dollar companies are buying out these million-dollar companies, T to M, and then 
like flipping it and acting like that's the new head. So they, they're not an American company anymore. And they do that to avoid U.S. taxes. Uh, there's, it's complicated enough. I can't seem to get a straight answer. It's like trying to look up gun statistics or something. Like everyone's crooked. There's no independent studies. Yeah. Um, yeah. But some people say that American taxes are actually not bad at all, like corporate taxes. And, um, and some people say that they're not very good and it's better to go elsewhere. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, we're about to find out. We're just going to do it. We'll see what happens. Uh, everybody says, all economists, who are, I think are the ones usually to, to listen to on that sort of thing, or, or keep saying that it's going to cost trillions and, and drive us into some sort of recession, right? But uh, We my have a thought, recession like every eight to ten years. But so my, thought do, process, right? my thought process with that is, like, this thing has to go through Congress, right? Like, it's got to – remember, it, I, I think back to something like House of Cards when that guy had that, – that Blythe guy had that education bill that was his life's work, mm-hmm. and it meant everything to him. And then Frank Underwood gets and he's like, yeah, I'm all – throw that away you know he's not <laughs> listening to that like like this is none of this is getting in we're gonna rewrite all this so that it makes 18 like lever holders fucking happy and and then that'll go through i maybe maybe the idea that this is what we're starting with is just a a, a precursor to the fact that it's gonna be a bad tax plan in the end i don't know that hillary clinton's tax plan was going to be some work of genius either though i i I, Trump, the Trump presidency for me, the the lesser of two evils, really falls back to just not being a corrupt person who's or who who is who's at least not in that realm. Like maybe Trump was corrupt with some business shit once or twice. Although I don't think there's really been any evidence of that. Not really. Not, not like classic corruption. He's not Al Capone or anything. He's not racketeering. But there was just so much bad about Hillary that I, I gotta have a rosy outlook for Donald as this comes along. That because it's making me so happy to see everyone cry. Mm-hmm. I've been watching those videos for, for days and days of, of them crying, literally crying. The, the ones that the actual tears are, are, the, are the best ones. But uh, then they go back to the, all the prognosticators and predictions that were wrong. And something about that feels good to be, because, because it is an underdog story. If you can call a billionaire named Donald Trump an underdog, everybody was against him. And it feels it, you, you dude, do feel good in the end when he wins. So I'm on Team Blue, right? I, I think of myself as independent, but I'm not a Trump guy. I hope to be. I hope he proves me wrong and I get on board. But uh, there, I, I'm on Facebook now. Uh, I never wanted to be a Facebook guy. I was ne- like decade went by. I didn't care about Facebook. But it turns out that's where like the paramotor group is. You know, it's not forums. It's not Reddit. It's Facebook. So I find myself on there. And uh now I have like Facebook friends that I don't even remember adding from like high school and shit, just crying about this election, just fucking moaning, passing on like links to articles that support their point of view, uh, like getting really upset about people who tell them to get over it. And I'm looking at this and I'm just like, oh my God, get off my team. Get the fuck off my team. We're not losers over here. Oh, we lost, so I guess technically you know, we might be losers. In the strictest. <laughs> but you got to stop crying about it. Like, like the, yeah. the, the goals now should be, like, get the Democratic Party fixed. It's rotting yes. from the core. Oh, it's rotting from the core. You put yourself in this position as much as the RNC did. Hell, the RNC was fighting Trump as much as you were. Mm-hmm. At DNC, at you, you figment of my imagination that I'm talking to now. Like, you got to, you got to fix that. You're rotting at the court. You got to get some people. You got to do what the Republicans should have been doing four years ago, and that's finding a conservative guy that you can all put up on your shoulders and get in there. 
I hope you're not looking at Bernie Sanders right now because he's going to be real goddamn old in four I, more years. No, I, I'm looking at he the, won't um, be able to run in four years. He'll be like 77. The 78. DNC. I feel like their biggest problem is whatever system they had for the primaries didn't bring forward the strongest candidate. Instead, they propped up fucking Hillary Clinton with her witch-like evil teeth, and I just saw her cackling for months, and no one voted for her. Well, actually, most people did, but. That's a different thing. <laughs> but you don't know that most people would have. See, like, the their system they had, I think it is a system that could pick a fair, like, the best candidate if they didn't have that super delegate bullshit. That's just And also start. have the thing where they're, you know, subversively helping and boosting Hillary while also, like, emailing, you know, the DNC's talking to Hillary's campaign about shit. Like, hey, you know, make sure you don't talk about this with Bernie. Oh, make sure you hit Bernie here. It's really damaging to him enough, but it also won't piss off his really, really staunch supporters. And she did not do a good job winning those like that's why she lost. Oh. Is people didn't turn out. Like, you know, it Romney, would have been easy for her to Romney win. She would have beaten both of them when, handily. When I said most people pop- voted for Hillary, I meant she won the popular vote against Trump. But yeah, yeah. In, in ten seconds, that doesn't mean yeah. much because if it was ba- if the election was based on popular vote, Trump might have won that too. He was it would have went differently. Yeah, like you're like, oh, you know what? If there were different rules, he would have lost. No, he would have played by those rules, and you don't know how it would have gone down. But that's what he said gone, today maybe, on his Twitter. Maybe New He's York still tweeting. He's still tweeting. He said today he 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 was like uh, he was like, hey, if we're going for the popular vote win, I'd have been in New York and uh, and California right. a whole lot more. He's, he's, he's like, notice I didn't go there, you know, because because they didn't mean anything. They were they were already lost to me. Those they were just a, an amount of electoral votes here and there, not a mass populace. I agree with you. you. Know, yeah, yeah. Imagine a Trump rally in Los Angeles or New York City. Like he was getting thirty thousand in Alabama. So, that's what we never. That's what we should have thought about. But it was hard to wrap your head around because they wouldn't show it, and it's it's true that they wouldn't. The numbers at those rallies alone, like, and then they would say, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, they went back to some politician from the, the early 90s who had a bunch. I can't remember. Mondale, maybe? Maybe Walter Mondale had Mondale. big crowds or something, I, but it was a failed politician. They, they went mm-hmm. to something like that. They were like, oh, he had crowds, too. And I went to one of those things, and I was like, shit, these people are – it's like WrestleMania in here, except they're wearing their church clothes. Like, you've got white people motivated. Like, you've done it. And, and then I would see them on television, and they were just so fired up in such big chanting crowds. And they had, they had, they all wearing the same hats. They all know the chants. It, it's like the meme magic was actually in the real world a little bit. I saw, I'd see Pepe out in the crowd and shit. And then they'd show a Hillary Clinton uh, uh, crowd, a Hillary Clinton rally. And then sometimes they would have that one rally that just really just never took off and had 200 people at it, and turned into like a little gathering in the corner of some building. And I was just like. Well, That's why I, guess I prefer maybe... Clinton rallies to Trump rallies. No lines. No, <laughs> no, no lines. Show up late. Fuck it. Sometimes I go to That's Disney World and be like, fuck, fuck Space Mountain at Disney World. I'd rather take the people mover over here. No lines. That's- that's something that's so easy to look back on now, like the the rally size, where the whole time I was even of the opinion of like, well, yeah, sure, whatever. He has big rallies. That doesn't really mean anything. Like, you know, it's not really indicative of him doing well. People are just going for the same reason that they went to go see, you know, Obama in 2008. It's like, hey, this is something new and novel. I'm going to go watch. But then thinking back to 08, I remember seeing all the footage and thinking like, oh my God, Obama is going to slaughter McCain because he's got 65,000 people at this rally somewhere. And then he goes somewhere else and he has 40,000. Then he goes somewhere else and he has 50 plus thousand people. Like at the time it was like, okay, yeah, that that's really indicative of him crushing it. And, and then for Trump, for some reason, 
everybody, including myself, was kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's just because he's an actor. Entertainer. I can never tell what matters. Like, if you look at um, online attention, right, which is a metric that, like, I'm sort of got my thumb on, Bernie Sanders was crushing Hillary, right? I couldn't, I, I hardly knew a Hillary supporter. Like, I, I, none, really? It was just everybody was about Bernie online, in my real life, etc. Turns out Hillary got more votes, you know, and, and, I was talking about a while ago, uh, you know, what the Democrats should be doing now, cleaning house. I agree with Kyle. Donna Brazil should be working at McDonald's, right? That's where she belongs, where she can't fuck things up. What about um, Podesta? Podesta out, He's uh, got Wasserman to go. out. We need to put it with principled people so that that like they should be known as the clean party turn that the ship good around guys. Yeah. Be the good guys the other side in... has is determined to be the fucking bad guys at least as far mm -hmm. as your side is concerned feed into that let them be the hill and you be the good guys like like you don't have to lie and cheat be known for the guys that when we look under the rug your shit was in order like like that's what you want because mm -hmm. inevitably in the in the in this information age we're in we're going to get to see into your panty drawer, under your rug, and in your fucking closet. So just make sure that shit is clean and in order and, and play a straight game. And so when it happens, you'll be the good guys and they'll be the bad guys. But they can't do that. The Senate situation ended up being so much worse for the Democrats than they could have imagined in that they got blown out this time. And then if I'm, if I'm correct in remembering this... I think that the Democrats have a lot more seats they have to hold in 2018 than the Republicans do. So they could lose a lot more ground unless they real quick get their shit together and demonstrate that, hey, we're cutting off this necrotic flesh that we've accumulated and we're starting fresh. Yeah, I, I don't believe it's going to happen because regardless of what just happened this last election, you know, it, we, we still have a, a two-party system and it's really split. But, but, never say never in a Trump generation, which is what this will be known as henceforth, because if the Democrats really lose again, then they fall below the numbers that they need to be a fucking real party, right? Like, like they're not get, they're, they're getting whittled down to the point where maybe they're not a major party and, and, and the, uh, the Republicans start amending the goddamn Constitution. No, and then Gary Johnson and those libertarians can surge in, and then Jill Stein over the horizon, you know, with her big goals of free all of the zoo animals. You know, oh, is that one of her things? Hey, I, I support her... that. I support freeing all the zoo. I animals. do not. I like. I like looking at. I like gawking at animals at zoos. I, 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 I sort of fact checked uh, Taylor's more Democrat seats up because it surprised me, given that they have fewer seats. But I think he's right. I don't have the numbers. I just have a picture of states that are red and blue. And it's like, there sure seems like there's fucking twice as many blues as reds. So uh, I think he's right about that. I'm surprised. Um, Man. And then... Yeah, so they got to they flip their but, script oh, and really demonstrate. The other side of it, though, is that if there's a Republican president, probably the interim elections will, help, will go towards the Democrats. Like, historically, yeah. it goes against the sitting president. I, Unless I saw Trump kills it. I saw a stat that said in the last uh, eight years, the not since 1922 has there been an eight-year period where Democrats have lost more governorships, more Senate seats, more House seats. They they've been in the last eight years like minus tremendously, which I guess feeds right into what you were saying of people show up at the polls and they're like, I'm not totally happy with this. Who's in charge? Republican? Fuck them. Democrat all the way down. It's a Democrat in charge. Fuck Obama. Republicans all the way down. So it's almost like, I don't know, maybe it's just cyclical. Maybe we... Maybe the, the challenge is because the Republicans own most of the governorships. 
the districts are gerrymandered in such a way that it becomes hard for the Democrats to compete in the House of Representatives. Not the Senate, that's statewide, you can't gerrymander that. But on the House of Reps, for, I want to say for the, not if you remove this current election in which I'm uninformed, the last like two or three in a row, the Democrats got more votes and fewer seats because of the gerrymandering. It's going to be a real uphill battle for the Democrats over the next, uh, over the next four years or so. I, I, we're just going to see what Trump does. I think we're all hoping that he does well. Mm -hmm. It's a little scary. We all kind of hope that he does well because we're all on the same team. Yeah. At this, we're um, all Americans. We don't want to. We don't want to be like, ha ha, life sucks for all of us now. I was right. Like, yeah, like, he's no. the captain of the ship now, unfortunately. Um, and uh, it, it's 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 what it is. So I, I hope he does the things that that were good that he said he was going to do. And and I hope badly that that he just fails or didn't really mean some of that other shit he said. Because I, I don't want, uh, I guess with the the Supreme Court justices, like it's not that's just the deal though. It, there's a chance that Roe versus Wade could be overturned because if he gets three conservative guys in there throughout his term, that's it. That's was, it, right? There's a, there's an open seat and there's two democratically nominated Supreme Court justices over eighty. Yeah, dude, they're gonna die in the next four years. And if in eight years, certainly, right? Like, and, and maybe they don't die, but they can't keep serving. They're not going to be. You're not going to be 85. Both of them, eight at 85, aren't going to be up to the task. He's definitely going to get two, I think. And if he gets three, that really is. That's too much right wing for me. I don't think we should have three conservatives <laughs> in there. I personally like it the way it is right fucking now, where it can't do shit, where it's just split. Uh, I like that better. I don't know what we should do when we get. When everybody comes to a head and it finally gets all the way to the top, and there just aren't enough people to like decide something, I don't know who you trust. And but I don't, I, I don't trust that Supreme Court thing. I just don't. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still hoping, like in long shot of long shots, that Merrick Garland still gets in. The Republicans said we're not approving who you are. You'd have to choose someone really like neutral and qualified, like Merrick Garland. And Obama's like, all right, Merrick, and they're Merrick like, Merrick Garland, fuck it, I'm out. I probably fucked up his name. I don't know. But uh, um, he, he nominated Merrick Garland, and they they wouldn't vote on him. What's his name? Do you guys know it? Does they nominate? Uh, yeah, something like that. And uh, I'm still like, well, you liked him, right? That Maybe sounded enough like his name that I thought that was his name. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm still hoping he'll get in. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one, too. I was hoping that he would get in, too. As little as I know about him, just hearing that he was a moderate that seemed to be, like, a guy who might go both ways. Okay, I, I don't want a guy, necessarily, who's just as ruby red and a guy who's just completely blue and is always going to be socially and economically just conservative, conservative, conservative. I just want someone smart. I almost want a computer. The fact that both, almost, guys seem to, both sides seem to approve him, that was like, oh, well, that's the one I like, too. Hell, sounds like he's down the middle. But, yeah, we'll see what we get. We'll see what Trump decides, all because right. that's all that matters. So if the Blues lose tonight, they're... Well, they're technically seven, they're, they'll seven, be 7-7-3. Seven, seven mm -hmm. That would make them under... They're under 500 now, really, right? Yeah, they're under 500 now. It's Ever since they changed it a few years ago with how they do overtime points, it's easiest right. for me to just look at teams and just look at their wins and loss as mm -hmm. the 500. But also, they're... So they're Based on that, they're like around 500. They're only one game above it, but they've lost a couple in overtime, which if you have a team that loses a lot in overtime, 
It means that you have a tremendous goalie that kept you in a game tied that went long. That is not our situation. It can also mean that your team cannot score in a key moment to save their life. It's a game where, you know, the Blues score early and then they get scored on and then the Blues turtle up and they use their good defense, which is their only real good trade this year, and then they just run it out into overtime and then they'll end up losing and get a point. And so it's just, they man, they can't score a fucking goal to save their life. So that's <laughs> aggravating. The only guy on our team is doing well in offense is, is old Sweet T. <laughs> if I'm right, the Blues are 7-6-3 uh, for, for yeah. non-hockey people. Seven wins, six losses, and three overtime losses. So it's kind of like seven and nine, but it helps you in the standings to get an overtime loss. Um, and the Flyers are seven, seven, and two. So just one of those yes. losses happened. In so the they're very close. Yes, yeah. I am just wait. So the Flyers came out cold, and the Blues came out hot. So I didn't look at it exactly, but I imagine if you look at like just their last ten games, the Flyers are probably doing better oh, I, I bet they are like but well it's only like 14 games into the season 15 games or so so it's still very early but man i i almost i kind of want to see the blues totally fall apart for like me a five <laughs> eight game stretch because if they do maybe they'll finally be like hitchcock you're fucking fired you're not no you're out of here mikey Yao, you're the coach because you, i've already explained this to where our coach Ken Hitchcock was like, oh, I want to come back for one more year. And they're like, oh, do you? You want to come back and coach again? Well, you're our best option for now, but we're also going to hire Mike Yao from Minnesota and have him be your assistant coach. And then the next year, he will be the main coach and you'll retire. And so it's like, no, that's not how careers work. You don't just get, just get to go, yeah, there's. I'm actually going to tack on one more year because I guarantee there's a bunch of Blues players who are like, all right, well, Mike Yao is our future coach and he really wants us to play aggressively in this new system that works in 2016. Yeah, but Ken Hitchcock is our coach now and he wants us to play this turtle-up defensive style like it's 1999. Well, I don't want to get fucking in trouble and I don't want to put in bad time for, uh, yeah, even the Devils' uh, trap defense. That doesn't work anymore. <laughs> but, like, oh, it's, it's aggravating to see so much of the problem clearly be coaching because we played left wing trap in men's beer league hockey for like half a game and we're like this is less fun fuck this everybody score (laughs) yeah playing playing the trap in beer league is like how serious are you taking this (laughs) like where you're like everybody's in their position like skating backwards like all right look hey hey, go around go around but yeah, so the Flyers are. I know we're trying to wrap. The Flyers are like decimated by injuries and suspensions, and it's like ten games into the season. So I like. Uh, I want to see Wayne Simmons on mm-hmm. the Flyers continue to have a good season. I like Wayne Simmons a lot. I like Claude Giroux, mm-hmm. and um, I guess their goalie's Neuverth right now. I don't know enough about him to like him or dislike him, but Flyers goalie uh, yeah, is a rotating door, whatever. Yeah, they, they never have very good goal plays. But Giroux and Simmons, I hope they continue to have good seasons. I like them. On a scale of 1 to Giroux's 10, we just find a new 6 every year. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a new a new 5.5 for the Flyers to get <laughs> furious at over the course of a couple months. And then they boot that goalie and all their fans are like, well, now we don't have a good goalie. It's like, well, you didn't give him time to fucking learn with uh, this team. You just yelled at him and he left. Like goalies, <laughs> it's a real thing that goalies will be like, yeah, I'd rather not get traded to Philly. Like, because <laughs> they're just... They, they they either don't care or they're a whole city of fans that don't know enough about hockey that they think every goal is the goalie's fault. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's that's a serious difference. You can tell when you're watching hockey with someone who doesn't know hockey because they're like, oh, man, Crawford's playing like shit tonight. And it's like, well, he's let in five goals on 51 shots. Give him a fucking break. All three on like, ones. 
Yeah, all, all three on those. <laughs> Big break. All right, we'll uh, wrap yeah. here. Uh, Painkiller Nearly, episode 118. Yeah. See you later.